When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. West Cork Beard Company make beard oil and beard balm for a strong, healthy, great-looking beard. Handmade from all natural ingredients in Clonakilty, West Cork. Check out their YouTube channel for beard care tips and advice, or catch them online at westcorkbeardcompany.ie. For gooners everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. For match highlights, interviews, and the best Arsenal videos and podcasts. Download the free Gunners app now from the App Store and Google Play. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you may be. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast episodes. I don't know, but we've got another win to talk about. A fantastic performance last night from the boys at the Emirates against Newcastle. Well, second half was good. Um, first half, I thought, oh God, here we go. Same old, uh, same old Arsenal. Before we go, if you can smash the like button, please. I'll try and get 500 likes this evening, please. If we can, um, that'll be good. 500. Uh, that, let's set ourselves a big goal. Um, links to our sponsors down below uh, in the description. The West Cork Beer Company. Thank you very much, Colin, for sponsoring the show. And, of course, uh, the Gunners app, uh, which you can all download for iOS or Android. Just click on the link and download it. So, lads, uh, Dan, how are you, sir? I'm oh, very well, thank you, man. I'm just looking at Lee Judges laughing his head off. But uh, I'm all good. Thank you very much. And uh, we won. Amazing last night. So I'm more than happy uh, as a gooner. So it's a pleasure to be here uh, on a Tuesday night, which seems very odd, Craig, I must admit. It does, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's very odd. But it's good to be with uh, you three um, handsome chaps tonight. So I'm more than happy to have a chat with you all. <laughs> judges? Handsome. Well, he's in my good books at the moment, his judges, so I'll give him a compliment. Christ almighty. Dan, well done, mate. Well done Friday night, mate. That was a great show. Um, With uh, Warren Barton, Kevin and Sophie. Absolutely fantastic stuff, mate. Made the newspapers. Yeah, unbelievable, wasn't it? Unbelievable. I said it was funny. I, I've got to thank Sophie from Harvey Squad actually because she's. I mean, listen, we've got a great link with Kevin Campbell, but she had a great link with Warren Barton, and it was quite funny because I asked her. I said, "Look, you don't know any Newcastle fans that'd be willing to come on this?" She goes, "Yeah, I know someone who come on." And then last minute, she goes, "Oh, he's he's busy. He's he's he kind of let us down last minute." I said, "That's all right. Don't worry." I said, "If you and if you're still up for coming on, we'll have a chat." 
Yeah, yeah, no worries. She goes, well, I could ask Warren Barton if he wanted to. <laughs> and <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, yeah, go on then. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Warren says, yeah, of course I'll come on. Absolutely brilliant. And it was a great show. Great debate between him and Kevin. Really good to hear some uh, some insight between a pair of them. And uh, in that, if those who haven't watched it, it's well worth, a, well worth a watch. It's great banter between him and Kevin. I actually didn't know that him and Kevin were so close. Um, and they had great banter. Good good debate. And um, obviously, Sophie's brilliant as well. So really good show. So much appreciated for that, Craig. Cheers. Good, mate. Well done. Well, very well done indeed. Mark, how are you, mate? I'm good. Good. Oh, he's muted. He's, like, he's, 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 eating, yeah, he's, he's eating, eating too much. He's eating cheese I'm and eating, crackers. I'm eating. I'm still eating. I'm still plowing my way through the Christmas cheeses. Oh, I might have uh, over-ordered there. I uh, forgot we're in lockdown and nobody else was coming. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not – I hate throwing things away either. So yeah. – yeah, I'm on dry January, but I haven't actually lost any weight. I think I've actually gained some because I'm eating more calories in cheese than I was drinking in beer. So, But, you know, I'm happy. Uh, are you happy? I'm very happy, mate. Very happy Good. indeed. Very Good. happy. If you're happy any night, clap your hands. Judges, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm all good, thank you very much. All good. Always good when the Arsenal get results. Another clean sheets, more clean sheets than a than a laundry at the moment at Lagunas. It's lovely, yeah, lovely, right. lovely. You see it, like, you know what I mean? So, uh, uh, yeah, all five, good. five clean sheets in a row. Fight well. Do you know what? I, I can't remember the last time that happened. Must have happened in the George Graham era, surely. It must have done, but... Um, uh, 2009 it was. 2009 yeah. Dan, last Dan, night. Dan, we, we must have sold the wrong goalkeeper. Um, yeah, must have, mate. Must have sold the wrong goalkeeper. Hashtag goalkeepers union. Hashtag goalkeepers union. I've got to say, um, you know, some, some good... Um, I felt this... Uh, I'll tell you what, I did say to Dan earlier on today, I said that, you know, Leno is... Um, Getting better and better as a certain. I think he was a bit rusty at the beginning of the season, which was expected. But he's getting better and better looking. I, I felt when what was great about last night. I don't know how you guys feel, but as soon as we went one nil up, it, I felt comfortable. Off. I didn't think we was going to concede and no, lose yeah. from there. And yeah. That's a nice feeling, you know what I mean? Like even in when we was a good side, I always like you know we won nil up. There was always that danger of a sloppy goal or something like that. But I didn't feel that yesterday. I felt that uh, with all their firepower, they, they, they put some big guns as, you know, up there. Uh, you know, people were a little bit worried before the game started. I thought we defended really, really well yesterday. And by the way, I like Thomas Partey. Oh, oh how good is he? Honestly. I, like I, said, I said to my mate today, I said, it's like watching a load of Vauxhall Ford Focuses driving around with a BMW in the middle. That's what it looks yeah. like. Do you know what I liked he, about? Do you know what I liked about him yesterday? Is that I didn't, I didn't. He, he, um, I'd say he was great yesterday. He didn't have, but what he was done, he just, he was just like, it's just so simple. Yeah, you could see he was a class yeah. above without yeah. really having to show it yesterday. I, I'm yeah. really, you know, I'll tell you what, I watched that goal again last night when I got in. It, it weren't easy. Lacazette puts it into him. He gives it a little shimmy and then the pass for the goal for a Bamier. Well, you know, I don't think no. anybody else would have been able to do that. You know what I mean? In in our midfield. So, yeah, well pleasing and, yeah. and um, a lovely assist uh, from yeah. our uh, Partey man. Partey. I love it. Partey. Dan, let's start with Thomas Partey. Makes the game look so simple, doesn't he? Gets the ball. And he, the, the, love, the lovely thing I like about Thomas Partey is when he gets the ball, he's only going forward. He's only... The, the thing in his head is he's going forward with the ball. Um, I thought Granite... I have to say, I thought Granite Xhaka played very very well again last night. I've got to say. Um, yeah, I know there's, there's a mixed feeling about him. But there was a time in the game where he got the ball and we were breaking out. And... Instead of he, he had people running for him and he and he stopped. It's the first half. No, it's second half. He stopped and just played the ball back again to the defence. But with Thomas Party, when he gets the ball, all he's thinking about is forward. Listen, it's great to watch. I've got an amazing amount of confidence when he's on the ball. I don't worry. I don't think that he's going to give the ball away. Um, there's always a positive move of Thomas Party, and 
Last night, the midfield was a lot better and I liked the substitute because when we go 2-0 up and Elneny comes on, that's fine by me. I don't want Elneny starting every game, but he's the sort of sub that you can bring on to keep it simple when you're 2-0 up to see the game out. With Granite Chaka, I've always been critical of him and I still don't want him at the club. But what I will say about him is his uh, last few performances have really impressed me. Um, and I think that Thomas Party is not going to make him any worse because he's a great footballer. If Thomas Party was to have a bad game, he'd still be much, much better than what we've got. And we need another one next to him like that. Um, so Thomas Party, absolutely sensational. I think what I like about him the most is we can see straight away how our team is going to play when he gets that first ball. You think to yourself, I've just got confidence now that we're going to go forward. And I think we've been guilty in the past of being very negative in that position. So, of course, we missed him when he was injured. He's a complete and utter upgrade when he comes into the side. And he just seems to allow everyone around him to play better. You can see the players around him. They've got confidence in him. Every time he gets the ball or, or they have the ball, they look for him because they believe that he's going to do something special with it. And that's strange, really, for a kind of box-to-box midfielder to be like that. But, to, but we haven't had a box-to-box midfielder that reliable for many years. So I'm a massive fan of this guy. We have to keep him fit, Craig, um, because without him, we do look different in midfield. Massive, massive fan of this lad. And I thought he was excellent last night. Mm. Mark, I want to talk to you about a different player because you being a defender um, in, our, in, our, in, our, in our younger days, I thought Rob Holding last night as well was tremendous. Well, it's been superb all season, hasn't it? Let's be yeah. honest. You know, I mean, it's, um, he stepped up. I think we all agree. When you're picking, <laughs> when you're picking a... Uh, what's happening what's that? Lee judges is uh, giving you his glasses. <laughs> what are you doing all season? People go in on him, don't they? It's easy, easy target. But the thing is, when you're picking a dream team in a sun or you're creating a squad of players, you can't give everyone 100 grand a week. You can't have a team full of superstars. You've got to have balance, balance in a squad financially and across the board. And, and Rob Holden, you know, he's come in and we talk about Gabriel looking like the, the centre half that we've all been crying out for. Well, by the way, um, the last game he played with City, we lost 4-0. Um, it was also class in action, Mustafi's last game for the club, hopefully ever. And um, But, you know, Gabriel's not played and we've put six wins back-to-back. We've conceded one goal. And, and Rob Holding's been instrumental in that, playing alongside Louise, Mari, uh, and, and, and that's it, basically. So, yeah, I mean, I like Rob Holding as a, as a, as a benchmark, we don't want any worse than that at our football club. We, we want better than that at our football club. But every time we think he's surplus to requirements, he kind of steps up, raises his game and, and, and does what's asked of him. He's a no-nonsense sort of a centre-half. You know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't in this game. You know, he doesn't do anything pretty, gets hold of the ball, whacks it into Rosette. You know, that's what John Terry used to do. And, and, by, and John Terry always had someone like Cavallio or Frank LeBeuf next to him or Marcel Desailly. So comfortable's on the ball. Uh, Rio Ferdinand, you know, he, he was comfortable on the ball and he would bring the ball out, same as Mari, Louise, Gabriel. You know, these lads, but next to them, you would have had a Nemanja Vidic. We haven't ever seen Nemanja Vidic marauding up the pitch and spraying 40-yard balls. And apparently he's one of the best centre-backs to have ever played in the Premier League. Why? What, just because he does marks people out the game and whacks the, the centre-forward and the ball into Rosette? Rob Holding is 25 years old. He's just about to embark on his second contract with the football club. And I genuinely believe this guy is going to keep keep meeting, overachieving, meeting expectations and proving people wrong. And I think he is. And, whole, you know, he is proving people wrong. Same as Granite Xhaka. You know, put someone next to Granite Xhaka who's got fantastic mobility, an eye for ball and the ability to drive forward with the ball like Thomas Party have. We haven't really seen that yet, uh, Thomas Party getting into sh- stride with the ball and driving up the pitch with the ball, which he will when he's fit. He's not fit yet. And and look how much better Granite Xhaka seems as a, as a player because he's now mm. not carrying Sabias, who's a headless chicken at times. You know, it, it, people have got to have teamwork. And Rob Holding, for me, he's, he doesn't deserve to be slated the way he gets. You know, for me, he's all right. Absolutely, man. I totally agree with you. Lee, have you... 
I wanted to. I was going to come to you about Aubameyang, but you, you seem to disagree that he's that he's been that he's been good. Who? Rob Holden. He's done all right the last couple of games, but I, I, I'm 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 uh, before Christmas. Uh, I, I, is, is, is everybody forgot about before Christmas? You know what I mean? Yeah, but, just, rubbish, yeah, but don't we judge? Shouldn't we judge? Doesn't the old saying go? You judge the players on their last game. Yeah, the whole team was poor before. The whole team was poor before Christmas. Totally get that and, and uh, play well. I remember him playing uh, the, the role of Bambi on ice against uh, Grealish, having a dance off with him. You know what I mean? I don't forget things like that, like, you know what I mean? So, uh, but I think the last few games, Rob Holding has done really well. I think the, the, the trouble with Rob Holding, and I think this is the thing if we're going to win leagues and take, take, go for titles, he's not going to be the number one choice, but he could be like certainly in the, in the four. And be a backup to it, and um, and, uh, and 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 be part of the four that, that takes us further on. And I think that would be good. Listen, if we got a top class central defender to come in and uh, come in, and then like when then that player's not injured and Rob Holding's coming alongside, I've got no problem with that. I'm, I've I've been impressed with uh, his last few games. I've got to say that. I thought yesterday. I'm going to say this. Um, um, him and uh, David Louise handled. Um, the two central sent them, uh, Carol and um, who's the other fella? Callum Wilson. Oh, uh, Callum Wilson. I thought they handled them really, really well yesterday. I thought they, you know, um, I, I thought a couple of years ago we could have struggled against them two, but we but we handled them really, really well. I thought, um, I've got to say that I think they complement each other quite well, them two, if I'll be honest. I think like the experienced one and, you know, a bit like when Mertesacker played alongside holding a little bit like, and I think, I, I don't really want to go too deep into um, Rob Holding because I, I've got to say that he's had a bad injury as well, which people don't feel. I thought he was playing a lot better, if I'll be honest, a lot better before his injury and then he got that injury um, and he's come back. So you have to give credit where credit's due. So, uh, But I'm, I, I'm not... A, I don't think people hate on him. I think that's an unfair thing, Marcel. I think there's a little criticism because we expect better or, or of our central defenders. But as as um, as um, our great friend there, Mr. Shader, has, has said, you know that uh, he has played well in the last few games, and he has. You know, he has played well in the last few games, and uh, so. Um, you give credit where credit's due, you know. Yeah. Uh, just hope he doesn't eat as much bloody cheese because otherwise you won't get a move next week, will Absolutely. he? Absolutely. And to and to be honest, look, just like you said, I mean, I'm not too sure there's too many fellas that want to go too deep in Rob Holden anyway. Um, well, I don't know. You two yeah, yeah. seem to be very happy with with a load of cheese around it as well. Like all I'm saying. That's oh, right. judges! For God's <laughs> sake, this is a this is, this is certificate twelve. This is that's the, that's the, that's the 90 cent that we make each video gone for this one. I that picture. Oh, bloody 90p. How, how did you win a trophy? Was they just giving them away? No, that, that was, was a five-a-side five five tournament, mate. Yeah, I've seen that. Just, what was it? Just for, did you get a trophy just for entering? We won it. <laughs> shooting against me in a five-a-side goal in my prime was like shooting against a brick wall. Was that Put right, it, is that right, yeah. Mark? Same sort of personality and communication. Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It says it all, doesn't it? Like, it certainly does. Oh, no, they, Mark, they never got nowhere near his goal. Let's have it right. They never got nowhere near his goal because they had to get through me first. All That's think, true. All think, yeah, exactly. All think I thought he was all Ipswich fans. There you are in Norwich kit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's people here saying, why is Lee so hyper? I said, because he's had a beer. Oh, I haven't. Had he's been on the beers. He's been on the beers. First beer in a year it is. Like, you know, so, uh, That's why he's a bit wobbly and he's getting he's, a bit uh, mouthy. I've, not, I've offended Nigel. Behave yourself, judges. Not even yeah. Mr. Judges. He's bang out of order, he is. I'll tell you. Wait, 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 Nigel, Nigel, do your job, son. Back to the serious stuff, Lee. How good, of, how, how good was it to see Aubameyang scoring two goals? Um, a weight lifted off his shoulders, I'm sure. Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm going to be honest. Right? As honest as I can be. I felt I wanted to see Martinelli play on them uh, last night. And if it meant Aubameyang not playing, I was up for it. I'm going to say that. But, um, and especially when he missed an open goal and hit the bar, I was thinking, oh dear. 
But all I think what the, the greatest thing, one of the greatest footballs insane is, you know what I mean? Like um, class is uh, permanent and it uh, form is temporary, and that is exactly what it what it is. You know what I mean? He is he is the real deal when it comes to it. I know he hasn't played. I thought in that first half, I don't know if he had a shocker. He was absolutely, he, did, you know, he, was, he was awful. And I think it's just, and it's and it unbelievable. Somebody as good as he is can lose his confidence so badly and be out of form. It, it was incredible. But when that guy, do you know what? When he had that chance, he just felt that he was, he was going to score it. You know, I just felt, and when he did, it, it wasn't just him, the whole team, they just really just like, there was, it was a relaxation of them. They all wanted the ball. They all wanted to do their bits and all that. Like, and and, and I don't care what anybody says. That first goal was the important one. That is yeah. the important goal. And and when he, he, he took it, we isolated them. Uh, the one on one situation. And I'm going to have to. You, I think at the end of the day, there must have been conversations in the team uh, coach meetings and things like that about leaving him out. There must have been like, you know, do we leave him out? And I reckon if there's four or five coaches there, probably it was split. I really do believe that. But Mikel Arteta obviously has the final say and he's gone, no, I'm going to go with him. And you have to give the, the manager credit that he's kept with him. And I, I honestly think, I don't know about you guys, I, I said it like yesterday, this is his last game. If he didn't do it yesterday, I think you've got to say, no, enough's enough, he's got to be dropped. But to be fair... Um, he, um, he, listen, I, I love it if someone starts, you know, like making me eat my my words and all that. Like, I mean, Bammy ain't done that yesterday, and good luck to him. He can do that more often, like, you know, but, I, but he hasn't been playing well. But, um, yesterday I thought he was, particularly in the second half, he was doing well. And it was a good point. I was watching it on, on Sky a little while ago. Um, he's, he's still getting in the positions to score goals. And I think that is a that was a great. I think uh, I can't remember who was on commentary yesterday. Uh, Don Goodman, and, uh, and he was saying that, and, and he is still getting in there, still creating chances. And 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 so I have to look at it from that point of view and say that um, yeah, I quite agree with that. And uh, I'm I'm glad I'm glad. I don't, you know what I mean? I think everybody loves Aubameyang. You know, we all know he's a good player, and we all wanted him to score. But and we're all glad that he has. Absolutely, Dan. Um... The emergence of uh, Smith Rowe uh, and, of course, Saka um, last night. Arguably, could sh- you could have given man of the match to any of them, really. Uh, Aubameyang got man of the match in the end, uh, officially, um, on, on, on the telly. But, I mean, any one of them three could have could have won man of the match. Smith Rowe. You know, I, I know Mercer Ozil's gone now um, and that saga is over now. I didn't like to see last night on social media, I didn't like seeing people saying, Mercer who? Mercer who? Um, I just think it's adding so much pressure to the lad because he's obviously got a social media account and he can see what everyone's saying. And that people are starting to compare him with, you know, oh, he's better than Mercer Ozil already. People just need to calm down a small bit here. Um, he's nowhere near Mercer Ozil's level just yet. Um, well, when Mercer Ozil is playing well, that is. Uh, Smith Rowe, Dan. How important is he going to be to this team from now until the end of the season? Well, I think he's, along with Saka, the first name on the team sheet, isn't he? I think mm. that you can look at the three players in Tierney, Saka and Smith-Rowe in this season and say how important they've been already. We haven't really seen many bad games from either of those three players, and I think that says it all. Um, I look at the situation with his positioning. I think he's everywhere. You know, everyone says he's a number 10. He's, he's, I see him tracking back last night. I see him winning passes. I see him winning the ball back. I see him tackling. I see him getting stuck in. I think this goes to prove what two loan spells does at Leipzig and Huddersfield and how under, underrated people see that as. Because that's just what Joe Willock needs, in my opinion. That's the difference there. It is For me, I've never liked Joe Willock. I've never thought Joe Willock was going to make it at Arsenal. And I still have question marks over that. When it comes to uh, Smith Rowe, there's a complete and utter difference in his game. Now, is that because he's had two loan spells out of those two clubs and played more football? Or is it because he's better? I think it's probably because he's a better footballer, but those two loan spells have not hurt one bit. Mm. What I also like about Smith Rowe is what Jamie Carragher said last night. He doesn't run, he glides with the ball. And he just has the ability to know 
when to move the ball. And sometimes that can get you crocked. Sometimes that can get you injured, which is why we need to protect the lad. But mm. he's got that little bit of special quality that he just knows when to release that ball. And the one thing I love about him is his telepathy with Bakai Saka. Yeah. I just think the pair of them understand each other so well. They've been playing with each other now for, I don't know, probably since the under 10s or under 11s. It's gone back that long. So I, I, so I believe, so I'm told. Um, and the pair of them just understand it. They seem to be within the same mentality. They have an understanding of that. They seem to be looked up to by some of the experienced players. Aubameyang did an interview and he said that he's just so impressed by the pair of them. He just thinks they're exceptional. We don't want to get carried away, but we did say this last season with Saka that we didn't want to get carried away and he's been even better this season. So, yeah. they, you know, these two kids can be anything they want to be. I include Martinelli in it as well because I think without injuries, he'd be right up there with both of them as well. And it's exciting, Craig, for our future, 100%. Yeah, we've got some senior players letting us down. We're nowhere near ready yet. But these three have a promising, promising future. So I'm a big fan of the lads. I do think we need somebody else. It's not all about Smith-Rowe now. We do need somebody else in there, 100%. But at the moment, he's playing out of his skin and long may it continue. Absolutely, Mark. How would you, how do you feel about the, how do you feel about uh, Smith Rowe and Saka? Obviously, you know, proving to these other lads that we, that are on the fringe, um, who are playing in the Europa League and stuff like that, that you know, work hard enough, and you know, your dream can come true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <clears throat> it's we have an affinity, don't we, with young lads who come through the academy and play for the Arsenal. You know, any football club that sees a lad be a graduate of, of our own productivity, you know, it's, it's something special, isn't it? It's something special to get behind. You you almost, you all immediately have that connection with them, don't you? That they're, they're one of us. They're one of the lads. And, um, you know, we had it with Wiltshire, and, uh, you know, and we give him too many seasons. Great to see him uh, getting a contract, by the way. But, um, you know, play some football, you know, it, it, it's great to see these lads coming through. But what you have to you have to remember is the the ultimately hard work. Yes, you know Ray Parler will tell you he wasn't blessed with with natural ability, whatever. You know it, it was pure sheer determination and hard work. You know he, he's got that winning mentality to train hard and, and get to the top. But these guys, these guys are they've got a natural ability, haven't they? You know it's it's natural to them when they're running with the ball and to see that. Like Dan said, to know when to release the ball, uh, and Jack Wilshire used to do it, and he used to do it a split two sec- second too late, and he used to get nobbled. Uh, that's why he had horrendous uh, ankle injuries. He was always leaving it too late. But Smith Rowe and Saka, we, we love him. What we see, um, they've got to do it consistently. <laughs> it's only been six mm. games for Smith Rowe. It's, it's a drop in the ocean um, with regards to seasons. You know, it's, it's a tenth of what we need him to perform just in one season. Um, he's got fantastic ability. I mean, it summed up nothing beautifully there than in the chat. You know, one guy in the chat there saying that he's the Croydon De Bruyne, uh, and somebody <laughs> else, and, and, and somebody else in the chat there saying he's the new Alexander Kleb. And, and let's be honest, he's got the ability or the potential to be either one of those. You know, yeah. but let's be honest. If someone comes through our academy and costs us absolutely nothing, I would take. Uh, Alexander Kleb, you know, because he was, he was naturally ability on the ball, he, you know, his attacking flair. You know, we, we, we we're sure, seriously short on those sorts of players in our yeah. squad. I, I mean, touching on somebody else, uh, I think it was Sophie actually the, the other day or someone said on Dan's pod that, you know, Reese Nelson is a prime example of someone who needs to go out on loan now to a Leipzig or to a football club like that and, and just get some solid week in, week out action. Because I feel like he's drifting a little bit on the periphery of our starting eleven, and I would agree with her on that, and I agree with anybody else who thinks that. That you know, for me, I think if we if we bomb out of the Europa League or, or we drop out of a tournament, I think we can afford to lose a couple more of those fringe players, and maybe with Martinelli coming back now, especially if we sign somebody else, then Nelson for me would need to go and to get that first team experience like Smith Rowe's got, but. The future is it's looking good. It's man. looking good. It's looking, it's looking lovely. It's looking very good. Just before we go on to judges, uh, thank you very much, Daniel, the blind gooner. Thank you very much for your kind donation, mate. That's a Big Mac. 
Lovely jubbly evening, lads. Smith Rowe was excellent last night. Yes, he was, mate. Um, as we have just discussed, uh, if you're looking for another channel for Arsenal content, please go and have a look at Daniel's channel, The Blind Gooner. Um, it's on YouTube. Go over there and subscribe. Um, we had another. We had another. We had another chat. Another super chat there. One second there now. It's, I want to bring this one in here now. This is from Unique Seventy Nine. Thank you very much. Two Big Macs. That is. Uh, what I love about Smith Rowe is that he's bringing back old school football by not wearing shin pads. May his rise continue. Absolutely. Um, I yeah, think he's doing, a, he's, doing a, he's doing a he's doing a Grealish on it, isn't he? Yeah, yes. Can I just say, Craig, one thing I did forget: it, the reason that the, the Mesut Who thing was coming out. That's what I wanted to touch on. The Mesut Who thing is is clearly because we're looking at Saka and Smith Rowe now. Saka got twelve assists last season. Mesut Ozil got two. Smith Rowe's got five already. So. I look at the two of them and I think yeah, that's why people are saying Mesut Who because we've moved on and the future looks bright. Sorry, I just wanted to add that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. But I just don't like... like We, we fall into the trap of overhyping of, of over-hoping our youngsters and we've done it all the time. Um, so... One fella last night uh, summed it up lovely with Rob Holding. He said, don't hate on the guy. Just let him be Rob Holding. Let him play his game week by week. And, and we'll judge him week by week, you know. Like I said like I said to Lee earlier, we can only judge our players on their last game. Lee, um, Saka on the right-hand side, on the right wing, what does this mean for players like Pepe? That's a good... <clears throat> Could make a song about that. Saka on the right hand side. Saka on the right hand side. Ever, ever, ever have a beer again before you come on here. Will well, you? I'm glad the grounds are shut if that's what judges are going to bring to the Emirates. Jesus. Can you imagine? <laughs> stick, stick, you have to stick to selling Alexas, Lee. You're no good at singing, mate. Yeah. Up, in the, up in the champagne stand. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, um, what does that do for um he's unbelievable like you know with uh, pepe he, you know he's a record signing and it, it doesn't get a look in even the three substitutes come on yesterday and he didn't he weren't he weren't one of them you know it just tells you it tells you the story really I, I think that Mikel arteta didn't doesn't rate him um i think um when you look back at the cup final semi final i thought he'd done all right in those games you know what was his reward for that was uh, the, the club went and bought um, Willian, you know. I mean? So I don't think that um, Mikel Arteta really rates him that much. And that is a bit of a worry for me for, from from his standpoint. You know, he'll play in the FA Cup, but when he's come in, he hasn't really done the business, has he? You know, and that's my problem with him. You know, I, I think he's a frustrating player. I, I think for me, <clears throat> all the ability in the world, lovely touches and all that, but no end product. Doesn't go anywhere, like you know, it's so frustrating. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen with him, I really don't because we're not going to get the sort of money that we um we bought him for, so we're going to have to take a massive hit on it. Um, for me, you know, the and I don't want to go too much into it. The wrong decision, whoever made that decision to buy that, buy him and not um, Saha, you know, what I mean, needs needs shooting, as simple as that, like you know, what I mean, so uh. Uh, it's just ridiculous, but there yeah, it's done, and we're we're now in a position where, you know, in, in, when I look at that signing, didn't somebody look at it and think, you know, well we've got Saka here, where are we going to play him eventually? What what position are we going to be looking at playing him? I I don't think you know I think that the actual signing when we was desperate for a central defender and we end up buying Pepe and you've got people like. Um, Saka in the wings something, in our recruitment there's something not right for him to go ahead and do that I just really do think but he that was, to be fair he was predominantly playing on the left wasn't he um, this right wing thing's only kind of you know he's only he, he hasn't played there I mean he's played on the left more times he's played on the right but my 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 thing is I mean Saka can't be taken out of that position at the moment oh, no. and the good yeah. thing is I think eventually, I don't know what's going to happen, but like, it will be, whether it be this season, next season, season after, I think it will be Saka and Martinelli will be the, the two. And what will be good about it is that they can um, swap over. They can, you know, there'll be a little bit of change, changing and, and I think that would be a good thing, you know. So um, I don't think that um, uh, it's a bad thing in playing out on the right at the moment because I think, I've, I've said it and I'll say it again, you know, that he... Um, he continues to to 
define his age by playing in different positions all the time. You know, whether it's on the left-hand side, whether it's left-back, whether it's wide-right. You know, he, he is a really, really, um, what I'd say, player that can play in all positions. But, you know, when he does play in it, whatever position he plays in, he plays bloody well in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought he was fantastic at left-back, you know. Um, last season. I think about this time last season, he start, started playing left back, didn't he? And I thought, God, blimey. He, he, but you can see he is a talent. And I'll tell you what, you have a look at that goal yesterday. His movement for that goal is is fantastic because, you know, he's he just trotting and then all of a sudden he goes into that position to just slot it home. And, and you know, he, I just think he's a player playing beyond his years. I really yeah. do. I think, you know, if... If you would say he was 25, 26, I don't think you'd, you, no one would disagree with you. You know, you know, you know he's that good. He's well, well above his years. And, you know, I just want to say one thing about uh, Smith Rowe as well, like, you know, and I think it's been said before, but I'm going to say it again. You know, at 20 years of age, Jack Grealish was, was not as good as Smith Rowe. Right. If we can improve, keep going on all that, we have got one hell of a player on our hands. Here, right? you know totally I mean? gifted, the two of them. They're, you know, you, you see football, you know, footballers and you can tell that they're just totally gifted. Um, there's two of them. Oh, so one, one thing I will say about um, uh, Smith-Rowe, I was talking with me and Dan were talking about earlier on, it, it got better in the second half when the game opened up. So there was more spaces for him and he played, you know what I mean? So... You know, I, I think there's a reality check that he is only 20. You know what I mean? When it was tight spaces and everything with, New, with Newcastle, and that, it didn't really get into those positions where he could run at players where he was in the second half, you know? So uh, I, I think that at the end of the day, he's um, him, and, him and Saka are... Well, I just think like at the end of the day, all of a sudden, Arsenal now... Do you know what I think about a year ago? Arsenal didn't have anybody... You could turn around and go, oh, we ain't got no one we could sell. We've got no assets. We've got two massive, massive assets now, like you know, like Pamela Anderson's knockers. We've got two massive assets. Sorry, sorry, sorry again for all the families that are watching this evening. Uh, Lee has had a couple of beers, um, and when uh, <laughs> when, he, when he has a couple of beers, he gets a bit of a potty mouth. Um, the, I've just got a message here from Ian Barron, um, who says he's watching us from his uh, he's watching us from his sick bed. Unfortunately, he's tested positive for COVID nineteen, um, and he's in bed self isolating for ten days. I hope you get better soon, Ian. Um, yeah, soon, Ian. I hope we're making your your uh, Tuesday night a little bit better. Uh, don't, 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 don't miss. Uh, sorry, sorry. Don't miss Chris's uh, comment there about Dan. That it, we need to shed some light on that. What's that there then? Um, What's this? If I can find it, I don't know. Chris Walker, is it true that Dan Potts is a Southern Region Swing Ball Silver Medalist? What? Is it true? Is it true? Is it true? You're a Swing Ball Silver Medalist? Apparently so, according to Chris, wherever it is. No. What does it mean? I don't know. I don't know what what it means even, but. Good game, swing ball. That's that's a good game in a garden swing ball, isn't it? Yeah, it's like that. Those big, the the big thick bats. Chris, if if it was me, mate, I'd be getting the gold, not the silver. (laughs) (laughs) Love it, love it, love it, love it. Uh, This one comes in from the real. uh, Is that uh, the real? Guinness, 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 Guinness. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Lee, seeing these kids perform the way they have uh, is making me fall back in love with watching the Arsenal. Great job, lads. Great pod as always. Thank you very much indeed uh, for yeah. that kind donation. Thank you very much indeed. Um, Mark was saying that earlier on. You do you do have an infinity to the young boys and it does does make you feel a little bit more part of it. It's great that we've got a couple of youngsters coming through and hopefully a couple more as well. Fantastic. Absolutely. Dan, what about Cedric last night, mate? I'm very surprised to see him um, put in. Uh, but played bloody well. I thought as an understatement, I thought he was exceptional. I really did. Yeah. I thought his delivery was outstanding. One thing about Bellerin, he's great going forward, but he can't defend and he can't cross a ball. And I think that Cedric did all three of those things last night. He was great going forward. His delivery was good and he could get back as well. Uh, he's not really been a signing I've really understood, if I'm honest with you. And I felt a bit sorry for Maitland-Niles. And I still do. I don't think he's been managed correctly at all. But Cedric has been uh, has been good uh, from when I've seen him and when I saw him last night. So 
Let's see what happens. The thing is, I was like to Lee about this earlier. We both said, you know what will happen. He's had a good game. He's better and he'll come in now and he'll be he'll be dropped again. But I don't think it should be like that. You know, I right. think at the moment, Cedric's the best right back from the last game. Like you said, uh, Craig, you look at what's happened from the last game. Cedric did nothing wrong, so he keeps his place as far as I'm concerned. We have got Southampton in uh, two two games up, coming up soon. So maybe he'll have, uh, you know, he'll want to play well against his old club. But um you know, I thought Cedric and Tierney last night, both of them were, were sensational going forward. And um, I think that we need to give them credit where it's due because Cedric, you know, it was a bit of a strange sign. I don't think anybody quite understood why we got three right backs at the club and one left back. But Cedric was good last night, mate. So absolutely spot on. Can't disagree with that whatsoever. Are we, are we Manchester United next? We've got uh, Southampton in the Cup and then Manchester United, isn't it? Yeah, Manchester United, Manchester United yeah. in the league, isn't it? Yeah, oh, that's right. Southampton in the league on Tuesday. Yeah, we've got Southampton South twice. Yeah. Southampton twice. A massive test <laughs> for the girls. <laughs> well, say, Lee, I can't hear you, mate, because you haven't got your microphone and headset on. I can't hear a word you're saying. Shrewsbury <laughs> or Shrewsbury? What were you saying? You can say Shrewsbury. That what are you saying? Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury. What are you yeah. saying? Because either Shrewsbury. isn't there. You Shrewsbury. can say either. Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury, Say either, and they will not be offended. Cedric <laughs> won't play against Southampton, by the way, because we'll have to give Southampton 500 grand every time he plays against them. So we won't be, <laughs> it, it will be dropped for that game. I'll just, uh, oh, hey, I'll oh, hey, Rick. Craig, you were saying, sorry, massive test you were asking me going before. Yes, oh, mate, massive, well, I mean, I was going to move on to, on to Mark, actually. Um, Manchester, oh, United, okay. Manchester United, Mark, Australian. is going to be... <laughs> Well, no, I was going to move on to it. It was I'm actually flo- flowing nicely, mate, until old, what's his name up there, started <laughs> huffing and puffing. Um, He's got his headset outlet now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that. Can you hear me, Cedric? <laughs> um, the, Man- the Manchester United game, Mark, obviously will be a massive test and we, we will see where we're at. Um, that will be a massive test for them. We'll see where we're at with this team, won't we? Man United will see where they're at. We, we, you know, last time we played and we beat them. You know, we're the team to beat. We're in, you know, nah, to be fair, they're going well, weren't they? Be a good game, that. Should be a good game. You know, it's it's such a mad season, isn't it? Like, to try and sit here now and predict what's going to happen in any game is like, it's mental, isn't it? You know, I've, I've never known a season like it. I've never known a season whereby squads... And rotation is so important because of the games are coming thick and fast. There's no time to recover. They're in this unique bio bubble where they're not getting the downtime away from it and the rest period. You know, it's such a mad season. And then it's no surprise that the teams with the smallest squads are the lowest places in the league because this season, more than ever, we need squads, don't we? So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good game. Really look forward. We always look forward to playing Man United, don't we? But to try and call it, <laughs> don't ask me. Absolutely. Look at him. Look, he looks like my mum trying to text trying uh, to text me a message on, on the phone. Uh, a lot of people were saying I was in a cheese comb earlier on, by the way. I wasn't. What I've, oh, I've, what? My toes were getting really cold. So what I've had to do, so I've had to put the oven gloves on my feet. <laughs> oh, God. I'm never coming around your ass for dinner. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you were, Lee, I was, just about to send out, I was just about to send you out an invite, Lee. Well, I, I will decline. As simple as that. Though, I mean. anyway, yeah. Anyway, Lee, anyway I mean, um, what, do you, what do you think about us versus Man United? <laughs> I think Lee, we'll Lee's, had, Lee's had too many beers. Mark's had too many cheese. That's what it yeah. is, mate. Yeah, I think we'll just, just me and you next week, Dan, I think. <laughs> Lee, oh, uh, Lee, the Man United game, mate. Um, well, we've got Southampton to come first, of course, but I'm not really too bothered about that, to be honest. Um, the game that I want to see us win and win well is obviously the Manchester United game. And I think that he has to start the team that played last night. Or yeah, do, would you I agree? I wouldn't go along that. I think Gabriel's got to come back at some stage, though, to be honest. I think like a bit of pace. They've got a bit of pace and Man United, don't they? And so I'd like to see Gabriel come back. Um, one thing of, what worries me about Man United is, and, and uh, a little bit of tongue-in-cheek tongue in on this, I don't think that they're going to attack. I think that they're sitting to defend a little bit like Newcastle and, and other teams and it's on the break, where 
there's only one team that sort of comes to the Emirates over the last few weeks and give it a go, and that's Chelsea, and they got stuffed. Do you know what I mean? So I think teams will sit back, and I, I think that from from me, um, Man United will do that, and that, that's the worry then because they have got players that can hit us on the break. But in saying that, I felt that we we can't we've done that okay defensively against we against Crystal Palace. I think we played well, but we shut them up. Um, and and so shut them out, should I say? But uh, I think Man United is going to be a different animal. I think that they've got those players. I I thought I don't know about you guys. I was very disappointed by the game on Sunday, by the way. But I oh, felt it's awful rubbish. Yeah, I felt if Man United would have gone for it instead of really, I think that they played the name Liverpool and what they've done in the in the in the past. But they were there for the taking Liverpool, I thought. And I felt in the last 20 minutes, Man United, I thought, would look like they was going to well, win Allison, it. Allison I mean, saved him, didn't he? Yeah, class. yeah. They, they, only really it. they only went for it in that last 20 minutes. So, again, I've always going to have that little doubt on Solskjaer. I, I felt there was something not quite right. I think, like, Ferguson would have thought, I'm going for this and, and, and gone for it. Do you know what I mean? But I just feel he was a little bit cautious. So it'd be an interesting one to see what happens uh, against Man United because um, if you remember last season, we played them on, I think it was New Year's Day and, and it was in the same sort of position. Uh, Man United, um, I, I, we, we was thinking, oh, we just lost to Chelsea if I'm, if I'm, if I'm right. And we think, oh, we're going to, and we, we turned them over. So, it, but look, listen, it'd be lovely to turn them over, but I don't think it's going to be a, a foregone conclusion because I think that they will sit back and I think that what we've got to do is get an early goal against him. You know, if we get yeah. a chance like Aubameyang, get that early goal, and then I think that we're uh, it, it'll suit us. But the longer the game goes on, the more I fear it. Dan, I mean, the last time we beat Manchester, you know, it's very all well and good to beat Manchester United, but they're a completely different team now um, mm. from from when we beat them up at Old Trafford. Uh, they're go, they, you know they're going to cause us a lot more problems. I thought they were terrible against us at Old Trafford, and I think we were terrible, even worse. Um, you know. We got the penalty and we won the game. But you, with that team, I think the, with the team that I'm seeing at the moment, they keep they, they, they're filling me with confidence. And especially after the Chelsea game and the way we won the cup, we we won the cup game against Newcastle. Really dug in, and then you know you had the West Brom game, and then last night's game. They're filling me with confidence, Dan, and I am confident that we can get a result against Manchester United. Yeah, the, the only reason I'm confident is because history says that we do well against big sides. I'm still not totally convinced by Arteta. I'm still not totally convinced by our style. I don't think we have a style. I'm still not convinced. I still there's a lot more to go, and I'd still prefer to have an experienced manager. I would. Uh, you know, the games that we're playing at the moment are better, but it's still not convinced me this guy is going to win us what we want to be winning. So... I do always have, however, the confidence that we're going to do well against big teams. We proved that against Chelsea at the Emirates. Nobody gave us a hope in hell of beating them. Uh, and we went and did it. And I think that with Manchester United, the reason they're different is because they've got that pace now that they're using in the Greenwoods, Rashfords, Martials. I think Bruno Fernandes has been on song. I think with him and De Bruyne in the Premier League, you've got two of the best in that position in the world. So they're going to be very dangerous. Um Pogba seems to come to life whenever he plays against Arsenal. And I know he had a poor game at Old Trafford, but he's playing very well at the moment in the last few games. And that's not what we want to be seeing. I do think, however, that looking at that game against Liverpool, I don't think either, either of those sides are good enough currently to win the league. I think Man City are the on-form side. I still think Leicester are playing better than both Liverpool and Man, and Man United at the moment. So they are to be got at 100%. Now, Lee makes a good point about Smith-Rowe. Against Palace, he was man-marked. I don't think he'll be man-marked against Manchester United. I really don't. So I think that he's got the ability to have a good game. Saka, I think, likewise, will have a good game because he seems to be having some form of consistency at the moment. Aubameyang's now hopefully got his shooting boots back on. Mm. Lacazette's been in better form around some youngsters and some enthusiasm. Martinelli's to come back into this side. Thomas Partey's fit. I agree with Lee. I think Gabriel's an upgrade on David Luiz. Personally, I think he's a better defender, uh, particularly in the back four. So you then work out whether Pablo Marie is better than Rob Holding. At the moment, it looks like Pablo Marie could be out for a few weeks. Kieran Tierney's back on form. We've got a competition between Cedric and the other right-backs. And Leno's got his form back. So at mm. the moment, things are looking good. 
But we know that this is Arsenal and things can turn very, very quickly. So we yeah. need to ensure that we go on this run now and keep this going because it's only been a few games. We need to make sure that we are not getting too far carried away with ourselves um, and that we put in the performances that we have been of late because it has been better. Again, start of the game, if I'm honest with you, last night, it looked dead again. It looked like another oh, the first, Yeah, know? the first half was We turned it on. It rubbish. Was. Yeah, yeah, it was rubbish. It I mean, was. something must have been, something must have been said in the dressing room from either the manager, the captain, or someone must have said something because they come out last night and absolutely tore Newcastle, tore Newcastle apart. I don't think Leno touched the ball more than five times in the second half, did he? Yeah. Um, you know, they were superb, and it was. What's that? Scoring, the difference. Scoring, mate. Scoring that goal made that change the game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the departure of Mercer Ozil, Mark? Um, left, gone, Fenerbahce. Um, I believe it's a full transfer, isn't it? It's not just a loan deal. I, I, I'm, I can stand to be corrected. I think he's gone, isn't he, on a free transfer? It seems how much it shows how much I've been reading into it because I'm not that bothered about it, really. But, Mark, I suppose we should touch on it. Um, Mercer Ozil finally gone, um, and he's left. Yeah, it's a shame. You know, and I stand by what I've said many times before that he is a baller, um, and that the frustrating thing is that when we had him, we didn't have a defence, and now we've got a defence, we haven't got him. His attitude stank. He was a bad apple towards the end, throwing his toys out of pram because he weren't in the squad, and those around him. I don't think it's any surprise that Gwen Doozy was bombed out of the club because of his close bond with Mesut Ozil. Um, Kalasanac, we've seen leave. Um, that's the writing on the wall, really. He's his best friend, and the staffy, you know, the support and the staffy shown him online. You know, I don't think he'll be too far behind him. Pro- possibly in this window, we've got enough cover in defence now to let the staffy go. I think he's probably played his last game for the club, and we're starting to see this cycle, this evolution of uh, of a squad. Uh, and and it and it was always going to be led by Mesut Ozil. He's lost the battle uh, with Mikhail Arteta. Has won, he has won the war. Um, albeit probably down to the fact that his contract is about to run out. But it, he, you know, he's he's decided to go back to his boyhood club. And I wish him well. And I hope he finds love for the game again. And I hope he finds love in Turkey. You know where he's father is from and, and he grew up in Germany supporting them I hope he's happy because I don't wish anyone any year. I want to thank him for some good times and he did bring some good times and I don't think anyone can doubt his quality you know you look at what he's won in the game you know he's, he's, he's done really well but we as a, as a football club as the Arsenal need to draw a line and that line will be drawn when it's officially announced that he's gone I mean it can't be any clearer, you know, he's flown out there and whatnot. But I, th- I still believe that after the game, Mikhail Arteta last night was still saying, it's not done yet. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, was still, he was still sort of saying, when? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because I, I think he's still got this ghost, uh, this bad apple in the squad, which he became, which is a shame. So we wish him well, like we do all our former players. Um, but it's just a shame the way it ended, you know. Yeah. Never burn your bridges, my granddad said to me. Try never to burn your bridges, but he has definitely burnt them with us. But that's a yeah, shame. absolutely, absolutely. Lee, I mean, I come to you on the Mercer Ozil situation. There's, there's no doubt in Mercer Ozil. You know, people will read Twitter and this, that, and the other, and, and we can express our frustrations, like I have on Twitter about Mercer Ozil and this, that, and the other. And I've said a few things about him I shouldn't have said, and not, nothing, nothing nasty, but you know, things that I shouldn't have said, but. Like Mark touches there, the fantastic footballer. We've seen what he can do. Um, you know, he's he's won the World Cup. He's won things at Real Madrid. You know, if you want to see top-class Mercer Ozil, you know, watch him at Real Madrid and probably the first or second season while he was with us. I mean, I can remember when we signed him, Lee. I was, I was over the moon. I couldn't believe that we had signed a player of that calibre. Um, you know, I mean... People say so sad when adults buy buy um, replica shirts. I went down and had Ozil printed on the back of mine. <laughs> so that's how you know you want to talk about sad. Um, wow. Such a such a great footballer, but I just don't think Lee that the Premier League was for him. I think that the Premier League was far too physical and quick for him. Well, um, yeah. 
that's a good argument. I think it's a good argument. I've never seen a player uh, divide a club as much as Mesut Ozil. There so, some people loved him, some people despise him, some people don't like him. You know, it's true what we've said. He was a wonderful footballer and I was excited when he first came. But I, I think also Arsenal have got to take a look at themselves as well. I don't think they, they built a team around him, which they should have yeah. done. If you've got someone as good as that, you you have to build a team around him because uh, um, to cover up the weakness that he has, that he had. You know, I, I, there were times when they were asking him to do things that he could never do. And I think that, you know, from that, he was always going to fail. But I, I, I see him do things on a football field and I, uh, and I thought, wow. Mm. And again, a little bit like Pepe when you talk about talent, you know, um, not fulfilled. I, I think that he had so much ability and he never really fulfilled it. And I, I, I don't know why. But I, I've just, somebody said to me today about Mesut Ozil and I just said, I remember the game against um, Leicester, I think, last season or whatever. He was absolutely wonderful. He scored that game and it opened up uh, a very, very good Leicester side. Um, but he didn't do it often enough. And that, that was it for me. He didn't do it often enough. Um, so from from my point of view, um, I, I felt you had to play Mesut Ozil in a hole and then get two strong, big midfield players behind him. We never did it. We never did it, you know. And uh, unfortunately, from that point of view, it never quite worked. Worked, And I think the one thing that I, I think, well, like a couple of things, I don't think Arsenal have come out in this very well at all. No, you know, they I haven't. Don't, I don't think we've been classy the way we've handled it. I don't think it's been a good, um, it's not really sat well with me the way we've treated a player like that. I don't think any player deserves to be treated. Forget about the money that he's on. I don't think you should be treated like that. I think you've got to... to uh, show a little bit of class. And, and I think that Mesut Ozil, I don't know what's happening. There's obviously um, agreed to something where he's obviously like cut his wages down or whatever. So I think so from that point of view, um, he's done everything right um, to get himself out of the club. And I think from from um, uh, from from um, from his point of view, I think it's a great point which um, Mark just made. Get back to playing football. He's had six months where he's just been sitting sitting un, sitting under an umbrella. And I, I, do you know what? That um, picture really don't sit royal with me. Every time they show me that Ozil sitting under an umbrella in the sun, you know what I mean? I just think that it's, it's a bit degrading. A bit yeah. degrading. Uh, and I don't think that that was right. And I don't think Arsenal should have done what they'd done. I don't believe it was for football reasons that he was left out because before lockdown he was playing, something happened. But ultimately, he didn't work under Emery. It didn't work under um, uh, Arteta. And then when you see someone like Smith Rowe doing what he's doing, you can see why. And uh, you know he's not going to. He wasn't going to fit into the way Arsenal and were going to play. He goes to Turkey now, uh, Fenerbahce. I hope he does really, really well there and and enjoys his football and, and, and becomes a success. I really, I've got nothing against Mesut Ozil. I really haven't. You know what I mean? It just. As you said, it just didn't work out for us, and it got yeah. it got messy at the end. And I don't think it, it needed to be messy, but it did. It did. Yeah, it started so well, didn't it? I mean, I remember his was it his debut yeah. against Sunderland away. Sunderland, you know, brilliant. first assist. You know, I mean, you watch it, and you, people are telling you how good he is at assisting. And if you haven't, if anyone hasn't seen that assist, go and watch it on YouTube because it is just absolutely phenomenal. The way he just puts a perfectly weighted ball into Giroud from way outside the edge of the area. It was such a beautiful ball, pinpoint, bang, you know, Giroud goal. And I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be unbelievable. But like like Lee says, you know, we, and, and Dan and everyone else has said, um, we just didn't build the team around him. But then saying that, I don't think... Uh, you talk about building teams around him, I don't think he was built for this league Um you know, but look, we wish him well because um, I know Mercer watches this podcast every week. So, hello, Mercer. Hope you're all very well in Turkey, um, and we wish you all very well. Now, Dan, look, this has come in um, from your mum. Is that your mum? That's your mum, isn't it? Hello, Donna. Yeah. Mrs. Oh, sorry, my apologies. Hello, Mrs. Potts. How's <laughs> things? Um, Tell so, them, Dan, in, what your mum yeah, said. said about Ozil and Arshavin. What did she say? What did she say? Listen, so I, I, is, I it, is, is it going to stop Craig getting his bottle of wine down before you start? <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't, mate. No, it won't. 
I think she's spot on here. And the reason I say I think she's spot on is my mum's a massive gooner, my dad's a massive gooner. And mum doesn't appreciate players that don't work hard. And Meza Ozil and Andrea Chauvin don't work hard. Um, they're a, she thinks they're both overrated. Uh, never really saw them play many good games. Uh, really bad attitude. Body language is always, uh, don't care. I'll do the bare minimum. And she doesn't like players like that. And I have to agree with her. I think it's spot on. And when you talk about building teams around players, I don't want players that we can build to are only good when we have the right players around them. I want players that are good with whoever they play. And at the moment, we're seeing youngsters that are good whoever they play. And I think that Saka and Smith are two examples of that. And we say, oh, we haven't really had the players around him. I wish Thomas Partey could play with Ozil. Ozil's had enough players around him of quality. All right. Mm. Alexis Sanchez weren't half bad. Aubameyang weren't half bad. Lacazette ain't half bad. Ramsey weren't half bad. So we've had some good players because all other list goes on. So I'm not having that. Um, but listen, I don't hate any player that played for Arsenal. But there are times that I get very frustrated with him. And he was one player that used to frustrate me with his attitude. And he's one player that's really... We haven't dealt with this situation well as a club, but neither has he. I mean, getting onto the, the you know, the social media every game. And I didn't see him on social media when we lost 4-1 to Chelsea and Baku saying, I'm for unlucky guys. Well, when we lose 2-0 to Everton, he says unlucky. I, I, I don't like that. That's wrong for me. So I'm glad that he's gone. Um, and I don't wish him anything anything but a good rest of his career, and we move on. So Exactly. One thing, one thing I do want to know is that the last question I'll give for the evening. Um, is Gunasaurus moving to Turkey? Well, he must be gutty because his wages have been cut now, haven't they? He, must well, not <laughs> just, he, could, he could go to Turkey and become Kebabasaurus. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he could. Do you know, he could he could move to Turkey with him and uh, be his like personal his little personal mascot. Do you think uh, he's gonosaurus? Do you think he's gonosaurus? Very very good indeed, Mark. Very good. Always quick and always quick. He knows uh, he, he knows that Mesut Ozil always saw him though, doesn't he? Can you see round corners, Ozil, can't he? Apparently so. <laughs> Do you think he saw us? Do you he think definitely... he saw us? Very good. Uh, unbelievable. This is tonight. Isn't he's, it? he's here all week, ladies and gentlemen. He's here, yeah, all, he's week. here all week. But fortunately, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. fortunately, we've finished now. Um, wow. Thank you very much indeed for everyone that watched live. Over 500 of you, Peak. Thank you very much to you all uh, in the chat box. Uh, we appreciate every single one of you. Yeah. Um, and thank you very much for the support. This week, we hit a milestone. The channel we started in 2017. Uh, during the week, we hit one million views. So thank wow. you very much indeed for all your support. Uh, a one million views is a massive milestone. And um, we are totally, totally proud uh, to have done it um, as a team. Uh, so... Um, Dan, thank you very much, mate. Thanks for coming along, as always. Uh, will there be a team talk this Friday? There will be indeed. Uh, it's myself and Danny from Burkamp Wonderland and also Jess are going to come on. So we have us talking about the Southampton game and we have a Southampton fan as well. So please join us on Friday at 7 o'clock. Always a good show when Dan's involved. Always <laughs> a good show when Dan's involved from Burkamp Wonderland. One of my favourite podcasters is Dan. Um, one of the very first Arsenal podcasts I ever listened to. Mark, thank you very much indeed for your time, sir. No, you know it's precious to me, but um, now and again, I don't mind giving a bit of it up. Good. I'm glad. And thank you very much indeed. Judges, as always, mate, the main man, the living meme um, that he's becoming. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for your time, sir. No, any, any, any other business, Lee, before we... No, no, just uh, stay safe out there because a lot of people are getting it. And um, so uh, just stay safe. And uh, if you are getting it, um, make your sure to wrap up. Can we Can we? get in what? The COVID. Oh, right. Okay. Because getting yeah, it means yeah, something yeah. else, doesn't it? No, no, <laughs> sorry. Well, it's the only thing we talk about these days, isn't it? Like my auntie's just um, got it this week. So uh, what? what's so, she got? Yeah, lucky well, COVID. yeah, lucky yeah. COVID. Right, all right, okay. Lee, everyone wants to know where mm. you've been on the lash this afternoon because I thought all the pubs were shut. <laughs> no, no, you know, so. no, no, if you're Lee, judges. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. It's that, like that, face, that is the face of a man that opens locked doors. No, well, it's because, because I've been doing a, a, um, working. So uh, it's been a working 
and, and on, on, on the set was loads of beers, so and they were free. So I thought, get, get in there, judgy boy. <laughs> I said, get in there. Get in there. Why wouldn't yeah. you? Do? No, no beer tastes better than free beer. Oh, exactly. Absolutely. Just, uh, nice cold free beers as well, like, you know what I mean? So, uh, uh, I'm on day a, 19. Leave it out. Uh, sorry, know? like, no, there's a bottle of Prosecco in there as well, like, that's not there no more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one, Craig, will you be on with Danny? No, I won't. But tomorrow night, uh, I am recording a podcast with Danny. Uh, I'm going on Burkham Wonderland. Um, so oh, I'll be yeah. speaking. Oh. I am, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Is that yeah. the first time you've been on it? No. You've been on it before? I've been on it four or five times before. Have you? Even, got you nomina- even nominated as best guest one year in the ABW Awards. Did you win? No. It's all about the nomination, though. It's all it's all about the nomination, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I think I went on there and I won it. No, I don't think you did. No, I'm pretty sure I did. If Danny was no, here, it, 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 I don't think you did. I don't think you did. I think I did. I don't think he you won, did. He won it. Comment of the yeah. year was he's done it again. <laughs> I, I think I did. I think if you ask Dan, I think. No, I'm not even that. I'll check on Wednesday. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll check, but I don't think that's real. I don't think that's correct. Um, yes. So from all of us, thank you very much indeed for coming and listening to us blow on for an hour. Uh, we much appreciate it. Until the next time, up the Arsenal. Take care of yourselves and each other. All the best. I'll be the same. Come on, the Arsenal. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.